Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. I'm Aaron. And as always, I'm joined by my friends, Bessie Joe. Hello. And John Wayne. Good day, sir. <laughs> and again, we're, uh, we're back quarantining. We're kind of doing this remotely. Bessie Joe's back inside the building, though. How's, mm-hmm. the new, um, how, how's your new apartments or your, your room? It's wonderful. I love the, the uh, beige color you painted the basement. It's perfect. Well, I, wa- I wanted to go for something new, kind of uplifting, you know, mm-hmm. something that I thought when I think of your personality, it's like beige. Yeah, beige, makes sense. You know? Makes yeah. sense. Um, thank you for putting so much thought into the paint color. <laughs> now, obviously, we scrubbed out all the mold, which is basically covering every surface. We It was kind of weird because we always thought that your apartments were black, mm-hmm. but it was actually just molds over the stone um yeah and i was filling that suggestion box with uh plenty of notes begging for some help but i'm really happy someone finally listened i really appreciate nice that. well yeah we we had lost the key to the box and so we finally found it and we're yeah like, oh my god we should deal with this you know eventually i realized it was just my fault and i should have just stopped being so <laughs> passive aggressive and come up to you and just said hey um I, my room is covered in mold. I think I'm covered in mold. Can we do something about this? But I think I had a fear and, that you would kick me out. See, and, I'm, and I hope that you could see that that was unfounded, you know, because as soon as we learned, we kicked you out into the garden and we, um, <laughs> we, we took matters into our own hands, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, not mine. Some people, guys that we hired. Yeah. No, we wouldn't want to. We wouldn't want to uh, defile your hands. With black mold. Are you tweezing your eyebrows, John Wayne? Uh, yes, I I was. Oh. But not just your the, eyebrows, just the middle of your face. Yeah. The T-zone. Well, I can't see anything else. So I just, I can, I usually just sit here and pick. It's kind of like a habit. Mm-hmm. Wow. You do have really nice eyebrows. You do. Really? They're full... Yeah, I guess it's because you're consistently grooming. No, I mean, all I do is just this middle. I have this fear of having a unibrow, so I just don't want that. Mm-hmm. Did you used to have one? No, I just I feel like there was a point in my life because, like, when you look at in old photos, I remember seeing me when I was in like like middle school and like even high school, and I was like, I realized that like. I probably looked disgusting because I had all this peach fuzz and in my head, it wasn't a big deal. Like I never noticed, but when I look back on the photos and I have like all this little peach fuzz, like mustache and I was like, ew. Uh. <laughs> like like was, was it, that? was it dark? Was it dark peach fuzz? <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> I mean, at one point, yeah. Like it just looked gross. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Were you I trying not- to grow it out? I don't, I don't know. I think it was just like unaware, you know, like Isn't- how sometimes girls, like they have like, a lot of hair and they're just unaware because it's like so light colored. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've run into those. Like, oh, <laughs> you got a lot of hair up there. Do you not notice that? <laughs> so it's been another week inside. How's everybody doing with, you know, another week of isolation? Uh, I miss the gardens. Um, I'm getting paler. Um, so I think I'm going to, I'm going to commit to half my week in the gardens and half my week in the beige basement. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
That's probably a good idea. I actually finally went out there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sort of see some of these cats, see some of the parrots. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it's really amazing that we had that back there. It's yeah. just, it had just been a while. I don't think I had seen it since it was so overgrown. Yeah. I, and I don't mean overgrown in a bad way. I just mean that all of that had been filled in, you know, before it was sort of a rocky, stony courtyard. Yeah. So it's really lovely back there. You uh, and John Wayne, how was how was life inside the library? Good, good, good. You know, it's funny. You would think with all this time, it would be the cleanest, most organized <laughs> it's ever been. But it's almost like, no, I just don't. Do you think it's worse? Yeah, I think so. Right. I think it's gotten worse. And I think, I don't know, I want to say like, I'm just like rioting against the fact that I'm like, just because I'm inside, just because I have nothing to do, doesn't mean I have to clean and organize <laughs> shit. Like, fuck you. Fuck the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Wow. Now, I don't know. And I know we've kind of broached on this, but I like when libraries are a little bit, you know, dusty, dusty and antiquated. Yeah, it makes it, it, I don't know, it just makes me feel smarter, like I'm going into a place that's <laughs> Um, like you're, you're, like you're an, an adventure movie, yeah, and it's just so filthy. <laughs> and it's just so filthy. Um, yeah, I like that. Sure. Well, next time you come in, I'll throw some dirt on you. Yeah. When are you gonna? I mean, I hope that happens soon. I mean, yeah, next year. I mean, probably next year is what I meant. Next mm-hmm. year, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Or. What year? Next year in uh, 4002. Nice. Okay, good. <laughs> I know. I will say I have. Um, so we've started doing we've started doing these video conference church services where we have people, fo- you know, call in or use the Internet to do video chat. And I got to say, it's not quite the same. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a few times where we'll kind of take a pause where I'm, you know, going through the chapter and I'll take a look at the screen and it looks like people just have taken photocopies of themselves and like taped it to like a pillow <laughs> and propped it up against the video. Um, yeah. So I don't, yeah, I, I there's actually quite a bit of that. I, that was my way of bringing it up. Um, <laughs> Everything has to be a little bit passive aggressive. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't be us. Is mm-hmm. do you not enjoy the video conference servicing? Uh, no, I do not. I don't think it has the same energy. I don't get to play the piano slash organ, so I yeah. really feel purpose purposeless, purposefulless. Pur- bless you. I feel like I have no purpose, so I get sleepy, and when I sense that I'm getting sleepy, I turn off the camera, prop my pillow up and turn the camera back on again. I thought it was seamless, but apparently you have spotted the cracks in the system and I apologize. Please don't take it personally. Um, Your sermon is always very lovely, but when I don't have a purpose, it's just, you know, what's my point in life now? I don't feel like a good cog in the machine. Do you feel like you personally don't get as much benefit from the service as far as learning and your spiritual growth no but <laughs> <laughs> what this quarantine has um 
taught me is to look inward and mm-hmm. and sort of and be curious and yeah <laughs> and sort of go through it by myself you know right right so that's how i've been fulfilled with our holy spirit but listening to you or others talk about it it's not bad it just doesn't make me feel uh, as fulfilled as I wish. I think I think that's probably something that'll be an interesting thing for the the world to kind of come through once this all kind of settles down because um, having everything be online yeah it just even this podcast it just doesn't quite feel the same um, without being able to actually see you guys and I mean one of my favorite things before you guys come up into my apartments is to hide the everything spread, you know, the everything topping for the bagels is to like, okay, where can I, where can I hide that today? You know, really, cause there's not that much left and it's very valuable, um, <laughs> you know, and really trying to like, okay, I'm going to hide it here. And you the, always hope every time we come when we don't ask about the everything spread. Well, I don't remember which one of you it was, but whoever it was that found it inside the toilet tank, mm. I that was, Clever sleuthing. That was you know? definitely John Wayne. I mean, you know yeah. how much I he likes to tinker. I only found it, yeah. I only found it because I was fucking with your toilet. I, otherwise, I would have never found it. You did? Yeah, I was impressed that week. So I was thinking. No, about so yeah, I, I. An upper decker. You, you were a what? I was thinking about leaving an upper decker. <laughs> I still couldn't hear. I said, I was thinking about leaving an upper decker. Oh, and then I found it. So oh. for our audience out there, did you commit to the? I got too excited by finding the all-purpose all everything. <laughs> yeah. Did you? So for our audience, explain what an upper decker is. It's when you take a number two in someone's toilet thing. What do they call that? What did you call that? Tank. The tank. The tank. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go number two in the tank. So that way, when I flush, <laughs> it's just poop water. <laughs> it's just poop water coming out of there. <laughs> By the way, have you what? ever actually six? What have, have you ever successfully done, done one? No. Yeah. Well, I appreciate. I can only assume that it was done. It was going to be done out of love. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> no one should take upper deck in Christmas. No, if anything, it's a sign of um, your affection because that's a, that. I would assume that's a lot of work because I'm just trying to visualize the harder how you would actually do it. Would be cleaning it up. <laughs> oh, that's true, right? Because it's all over the inside of the tank. Oh. Yeah, but I'm I'm just trying to picture you squatting above into the like that. Just seems like would a lot of effort. Squatty, no. potty. So. Today, we're going to be doing book one, chapter 14. That's so many chapters. I'm so curious. I know. I'm very proud of us that yeah. we're, we're powering through this. Um, yeah. To, this, is a, this is another, this is, you know, you know, our Brittany, she kind of, it's a roller coaster. You know, she's a roller coaster of emotions. Often the roller coasters just kind of, kind of going straight you know, because it's the same thing over and over again. But there's some ups and downs, you know. And, uh, and sometimes the roller coaster flatlines. 
Yeah. And we don't learn too many new things from our holy <laughs> goddess. Yeah. It's like they obviously Adam needed the same boy forever. Yeah, they needed something to kind of fill that book. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, well, let's just use this. Um, we have to get our page count up. But uh, but yeah. So she begins, so curious, so curious. <laughs> strong beginning. You know, always, you know, a strong. I can always tell that it's going to be a good one by how little you can glean from the beginning. You know? <laughs> little you can how dissect from it. Yeah, because what's she curious about, you know? We'll see. What are, well, I'm so curious about our love. I don't understand why you don't take my hand and tell me you care. You care. I see all the signs, but if you want to be mine, don't leave me up in the air. Oh, baby. Ooh, right off the bat, I think you should dump him. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm I'm kind of getting the skeevies about um, who she fell in love with. She makes some weird choices, you know. But I guess that speaks to just people in general, right? Because I think we've all made, you know, odd choices in love. Very. Yeah. But so <laughs> so she's saying I'm so curious about her love. I don't understand what so. She doesn't understand why this guy doesn't take her hand and says that he likes her. She's saying, hey, I see all the signs, but, you know, if you're trying to make this happen, you can't just fucking leave me hanging, right? How do you know it's a guy? That's mm -hmm. fair. I mean, she says right off the bat, so curious. That's true. I shouldn't assume that. She continues, you better let your love show. Here's what I'm telling you. Let me know. Let me go. Uh, let me go. Let me go. That sounds like a fun song. <laughs> um, so she wants him to let break up with her? I think. Or I like think if. It's, he, go ahead. I, it's, it's, I, it sounds like she's like, make a choice. Either let me know or let me go. Like, come or go, mm -hmm. buddy. Make a decision. Yeah. Commit, commit or don't commit. And this is one of those ones where I think it off the bat, it sounds like she's the one who's, you know, unsure. But, you know, when you read it, you realize, no, she's sort of taken ownership and she's taken control. And she's like, look, mm. dude, or person, you know, want me? Don't. Do you want this? Do you not want this? You let me know. Because as she as she continues to this to this sort of this first time that she repeats this, I'm so curious. Do you love me? Do you wonder the way that I do? I do. I'm so curious. What do you think of me? Boy, am I just game or do you feel the same as I do? Okay, so she's talking about a boy. But I mean, for all of you out there listening, this could be applied to anybody. Don't just assume that, you know, this isn't all about gender here or even about being a person, you know. Because, hey, I could be thinking about this about my favorite pair of jeans. Yep. It's like, hey, dude, what the fuck? You know, you don't fit anymore. You shrank. Are you do trying to make this happen or not? Do you love me? All red flags <laughs> point to you not loving me. Yeah. Or maybe. I mean, I can barely get you past my knees. Hmm. I think 
I think this is a lot more about. I think this is about um, going all the way. I think this is. About, I think this is about the SEX. Like, hey, I'm so curious. I'm curious what it's like to to have sex with you. But like, hey, if you want to have sex with me, let me know. Like, I'm game to have sex. Do you think this you know? person, if it is a person, is withholding? Yeah, I think so. Oh, so you think that she's trying to preempt and give consent because he might be nervous? I don't know. Maybe they're we're in a, like a relationship where they haven't had sex yet. But she's like, I'm so, I'm curious. She's like, I don't understand. Like, why don't you want to have sex with me? Like, right? Tell me you want to. I see all the stuff. But just let mm-hmm. you know, just let it show by having sex with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let it show. show. Literally. If you're like, not gonna have sex with me, then let me know and I'll just go find someone else to have sex with. <laughs> you just gotta tell that? me. Huh? Have you guys have you guys ever experienced that where you're with someone who's just like not getting the signs? Not having sex with you? Well, you know, they're just you're kind of making it clear like, hey, you know, I'm down to pound and they're just like, do to do. Hey, what are you doing down there on your knees? Hey, get your hands off my zipper, silly. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, OK, well, well, they're taking it very well. <laughs> if, <they're, laughs> if that's how they approach foreplay. Oh, and they don't know. Oh, what are you doing down there? Oh, I mean, they'd have to be very naive or very obtuse, but there are those people out there. Yeah. I was probably one of them. Really? Certainly. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, like, I don't know, man. I've heard stories where, like, I had a a friend where she was watching a movie with a fella, and then he came back into the room butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I mean, she's like, we were just watching a movie. I didn't, I didn't blah, blah, blah. I didn't give other signs to do anything else. We were just friends watching a movie and he came back in. But they were, they were in the bedroom? I think it was like in a dorm. Oh. <laughs> and then the kid Holy going cow. back in the room butt naked. Like, I don't know. Some people just misread signs, man. Like, like just because someone says something, some people, like they have a wire loose or something. They're like, oh, this means she wants to bang. What a bold move. I, I know, right? Just coming in, uh, butt-ass naked saying, yeah. <laughs> well, what's really amazing about that story is that there's so many steps in between, <laughs> I know. ooh, I think I'm getting the vibe, and walking out of your bedroom naked. Like, there's a lot of other things in between there, you know, so. Well, I mean, there's a commitment there that you're like, I'm walking out <laughs> full nude. I mean, it's going to be hard to say no. Like, she's either going to have. Like some people are way too nice and be like, um, I don't, I probably, um, yeah, that's how, that's how I would be. You have to be polite. Yeah. Sometimes like (laughs) the system has taught women to be polite. So it's just, yeah, I know the younger me would be like, oh, I guess this is how sex works. I guess this is how (laughs) men just walk in butt naked and you have to go. I guess this is the process. I mean, I wonder if she was like, hey, at least he waited until after the end of the movie. So, like, she was able to get the... Uh, oh, I'm sure he did. sounds like mid-movie stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I bet he didn't wait until the movie was over. Like, if you... Yeah. Well, I'm curious what... 
again, the idea, because it's, it's not even just the decision to come out naked. It's the decision to leave the room and say, okay, here we go. You got this, man. You got this. I'm you got this. He was picking up some signs, obviously, that weren't there. But, like, at what point was there this – or was he just like, I don't know. I don't think she's into this, but uh, this is going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it was, he was just trying to be funny. <laughs> he accidentally – she accidentally tapped his penis at some point, like, reaching for, like, a popcorn. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit, it's on. <laughs> So she continues. So curious, so curious. I'm so curious about her love. If it's make believe, why don't you set my heart free? Mm. And tell me goodbye. Why don't you set her own heart free? Right? It is kind of. Well, maybe. Okay, what about this situation? Have you guys ever been in a situation where you like someone and in the moment it feels like it's worth all the drama? Mm. Mm-hmm. But then later on you look back and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Should have oh. read those red flags and gone. Yeah. I'm so curious why I put up with that. It's just chemical. You're like, oh, it's totally worth this. People yeah. love love. People love, even when they know it's not sustainable love. Well, you don't. I think in the moment you're so. Most people, I think the majority of people are like so hopeful. Like, okay, this is gonna work out. Oh, this is just a this is a normal speed bump. This is fine. This mm-hmm. is supposed to happen. Like some people, like uh, what's the word? Where you you make something okay for a certain reason what's the word there's a word for it justify yeah yeah yeah. people justify certain stuff just like for themselves be uh, for whatever reason like i said people want to find love people want to find someone right for them so a lot of people would justify shit like oh yeah. he might have killed that person no 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 Carol Baskins, she's a good person. She hires volunteers. She's fine. She would never. She hires volunteers so she doesn't have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. The smartest one of them all. Yeah. (laughs) That was crazy that we found that show and it's taken the world over again, just like it did the first time. I still haven't. I still haven't seen it. Really? You haven't watched that? Yeah. You just, not yet. And I didn't I really didn't want to watch it, but like we watched an episode and I, I think I really just wanted to know, did Carol Baskins kill her husband? Mm-hmm. Like that, I, Yeah, I just kept watching it just so I could figure out what happened. I just want to know yeah. how it ended. Honestly, it was, that's it was, was edited just, perfectly to keep it us was. Out of Yeah. So, so you good, he did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, it took the guy, I was reading, it took the guy like five years to do it all, like just record it. God knows how long he was in editing for. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I wonder, when did they start production? I don't know. A while, because if you look back, like in the beginning, he talks about how when he started, it wasn't even originally the, his story he was doing. Mm-hmm. He just happened to come across that by doing. And that's when all this shit was happening. Like, yeah. He like the guy wasn't it just he was in wasn't he just wasn't he trying to create a documentary about that world about people who were 
um, who were like raising big cats or like these sanctuaries, and then he stumbled I, upon that story. I don't think you. I don't think that's originally how it started. He says it. He goes over it briefly, like how it originally starts. Like he was mm-hmm. going somewhere where people were buying like illegal, like why, like these crazy animals. Like it shows him like some guy has this. It was so sad. Someone had a fucking snow leopard in their van. Yeah, and we're talking yeah, like, I remember this. Like in the southern heat in Louisiana mm-hmm. or Florida, and a guy opens his van. He's like, ah, oh, check the snow leopard out. And the, and the oh guy's even like – the guy recording, he's like, oh, should the snow leopard be in a van with no AC on? And like in Southern degrees? California. He's like, no, he's fine. He's acclimated to the weather. Bitch, mm-hmm. acclimated? Bitch, you ain't even acclimated to weather, and you probably grew up there, you little bitch. I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to reach through that TV and choke that motherfucker. A fucking snow leopard. And that was in a the first band. episode. Yeah, but yeah, he, but he said he came across it like because he was like doing like something about the illegal animals and buy, how people can buy them or something, and then he yeah, just happened. And, and then I think he just kept coming across all the big cat stuff, and he's like, "I'm gonna follow." Yeah, that. it's like it's like he opened. What is that called? Pandora's box. Pandora's box. Like yeah. the second I mean, he, the second he investigated one little thing, it grew into this crazy storyline, and he just happened to be there at the best part. Like how convenient for him to be around Joe Exotic during the peak of insanity. Like how crazy. And that one documentarian. Wait, Aaron, you haven't seen it. I haven't yet. Oh my god, just watch it. It's amazing. I will. I will. The entire day, because like that's that's what we ended up. I don't binge watch all the time unless it's super fascinating and they really leave you hanging in every episode. This is one thing that I binge watched the whole month. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe let's, maybe we'll do this. You know, maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Maybe I'll watch it. And then in a couple weeks we can do a bonus episode <laughs> and we'll, and uh, yeah, maybe we can figure something out for we audience can, out there. We can do that, but we're a little behind the times if we do a bonus episode recapping Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, 2,000 years behind. Um, Fair enough. Well, okay, but that's a good segue. The documentarian was curious, just like Brittany Mm. is curious. Mm. So, um, well, oh, I remember. I I was going to say it's kind of one of those things also back on what you were saying, John Wayne, about how I think it's also a thing when you're young and you kind of think – this is it. This is the one. He's the mm-hmm. one. She's the one. They're the one. Why don't they love me? Why won't they understand? And I don't know what age it is where you find it. You know, maybe some people don't ever learn that. I think it's just about the experience. Where you can just say, you know what? He's not into me. And okay. I'm too good for Bye, him. boy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So... I think but, that's your experience. Like you have to have a, you have to have burned, be burned a couple times for you to be like, oh, okay, this is, this is a lesson that I haven't learned yes. yet. Yes. <laughs> what was that, John Wayne? <laughs> John Wayne, is that a pillow with your face on it? No, you're just uh, not moving. Okay. Uh, okay. He's, <laughs> okay. He's just ignoring this. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? And tell me goodbye, but if it's for real, Wait, I already said that. Okay. So she says, is this goodbye or hello? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm – oh, no, I said that. So is this goodbye or hello? Here's what I'm telling you. Let me know. Let me go. I'm so curious. Yes, so I already read this. 
So again, so curious. Yeah, yeah. All day and night, I just dream of you. What? Of you. Were you waiting to think- say of you? <laughs> I was. Sorry. I thought you Those got parentheticals. lost in thought. <laughs> I think about all the things that we could do. I'm dying for and I'm feeling for the day when you could open up and say you feel the same. You feel like I do. Yeah. That's all night and all day and all night. I just dream of you. That's. So she sleep 24 hours a day. (laughs) I guess so. I don't know. I mean. You can daydream. That's true. I guess. But that's, I mean, he must have some golden. Oh, that. John Wayne is holding his hands very far apart. I'm assuming to indicate the size. Penis size. Penis size. But right, but you're all naked. If she hasn't had sex with him yet. No, but she can see his girth through his pants. Whoa. Because this guy's obviously not walking out of the bedroom naked. (laughs) But size doesn't. Does size? I mean, does size matter? Have you guys ever <laughs> been about to have sex and then they take their clothes off and you're like, I'm good. Yes. And yeah, the gay community, it's, it's less, uh, it's not controversial to do that, right? Well, mine was more specific because. Um, it was so... a woman who you saw naked and you're like, no, nope, you're good. <laughs> yeah, nope, no, but it ain't working for me. <laughs> no. Um, wow. No, it was a. So for. For anybody that gets grossed out, press the forward 15 seconds button maybe four times. Let's do a soft um, one minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, let's, yeah, just, just to kind of give yourself, you know, an easy way out. Um, so men out there are either circumcised or uncircumcised. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when people are uncircumcised, Ew. they may not know how to clean. Down there. Isn't that the number one rule if you are uncircumcised to clean? That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, for today's theme, I'm curious as to what they're thinking because (laughs) things got started and it was very evident, you know, (sighs) via my nose that he was not someone who handled his stuff. And it was like, okay, well, let's take this to the shower. And uh, Settle. yeah, I mean, he probably was wondering why he was like, "Ooh, yes, he's on his knees." No, I'm on my knees with a fucking washcloth I and soap. Her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Did we talk about this already? No, I just guessed. Yeah, that I mean, that's the tool of choice. So, yeah. Um, a pipe cleaner? What do you think the percentage of uncircumcised versus circumcised penises are? Well, I don't, I think most of the world is, I think most of the world is uncircumcised. Circumcision is just. Oh, you're talking about culturally, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an interesting thing that we even started. Yeah. (laughs) Old, uh, uh, old religion. So she kind of ends this off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so curious. Do you love me? Me. Do you wonder the way that I do? 
I do. I'm so curious. So curious. What do you think of me? Boy, am I just a game or do you feel the same? Do you love me? Ooh. Do you wonder the way that I do? I do. <laughs> I'm so curious. What do you think of me? Boy, am I just a game. You know, so obviously we're going to talk about this, but that that line, do you love me? Very straight. I feel like if you're in a situation where you have to ask that, that's got to be the sign to like, yeah, bye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if you have to ask that. You know, no. it's interesting. My one of my most recent relationships that went down the toilet, um, I went down the upper deck of the toilet. My, uh, you beat me to it, damn it. My, I was just sitting at a restaurant after months of being with this person, and I finally just like looked up at him, and I'm like, oh, you don't love me. And then that person went, you know, I don't. And then we broke up. It was just like that. That is so weird. Mm -hmm. It's kind. How did you kind feel? Of, I was like, at first, I, I think, I mean, I wasn't super insulted. I just thought this person was stupid for a second. I was like, oh mm. my god, he he didn't even know he didn't love me. He just he couldn't figure out why he was so depressed for a second there. And I'm the one who, I'm the one who instigated basically. Who knows how long that would have that in relationship would have gone on if I wasn't like. Dude, I'm gonna drop this bomb, this truth bomb, yeah. this observation. You don't love me, and then the fact that it shocked that person and made them have an epiphany—it <laughs> means it's over. Like, yeah, right. Did you? Well, in that situation, but it was very yeah. civil because of that. Because we were just honest. Did you still love them, or were you out of love mm -hmm. too? The second. I made the second I made that observation, I was, I was like, all right, yeah, this yeah. is over. and I was okay with it. I wasn't super insulted. Like I think the big part of breakups is your ego gets so messed up from it that that's why yeah. it hurts and that's why it lingers. But if you could just put it aside, then you're like, oh, well, this was a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, see you later. Yeah. And then, yeah. So we're still friends, probably because it was so civil. Yeah. Who paid for dinner that night? Probably him. <laughs> because, I mean, there was anger behind a little bit because I was just like annoyed. I was like, this is annoying. I ain't yeah. paying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I ain't paying and I'm also going to get a calamari to go. <laughs> um, I should have. Well, I think <laughs> I think it's also I think it's a great example. And I think your story kind of proves this, that, you know, when people are completely candid, I've always had a thing for candor, mm -hmm. you know, when, because Brit, Brittany is saying, hey, boy, do you love me? I'm curious. What do you think of me? Am I just a game? I mean, Brittany was being you in that situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you could I also see questions. She wasn't making statements or observations. She's like, yo. Yeah. I still need to and, know. And if both of you are completely honest, see, for example, with you. You were butt hurt for a second, but it probably made getting over it a lot easier because you had asked and he was honest, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, I Whereas didn't ask. If, I stated. <laughs> oh, stated. Okay. But if he had, if he had said, no, no, you're acting crazy. I've just like got a lot on my mind and, 
you know, whatever, then I whatever. If, if that explanation and if it was the truth, then I would totally be like, oh, okay, so this is, has nothing to do with me. I'm a narcissist. I'll never say so. You know. Well, no, but my point was is if he was lying to you and mm. just trying to like – if he wasn't able to be honest, hypothetically, if he wasn't able to be honest with you because it's hard to be honest, Yes, I think. I think sometimes – And was, people need time to process too. Yeah. And he, who knows how long that bad situation would have lingered. Mm-hmm. You know, But by him being – by you being honest and him being honest, you guys were able to sort of move on faster, you know? Or maybe I maybe he did love me and I just gaslit him. <laughs> maybe I made him. Maybe I planted that idea in his brain and he had no, he wasn't thinking those things at all. <laughs> I yeah. just love me. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I don't. maybe he maybe he was doing that game where he was testing you. Like, well, let me see if she loves me. You know, and maybe he was hoping that you would say yeah, fight for him. And you're like, you know what? Well. I'm good. I'll just get a couple calamaris to go. And um, yeah, you got this, right? You got this? Okay. And then you bounce. Oh, I was cold. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. John, John Wayne, any gaslighting experiences you've had where honesty played an important part? Um, on it. Explain gaslighting again. Gaslighting is when, like, say hypothetically, you and I are in a relationship and you're cheating on me and I suspect it. And I'm like, hey, is everything going on? Are you, you know, what's going on with that other guy? That And you're like, no, 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 you're crazy. You're crazy. It's all in your head. It's basically where you're trying to convince someone they're crazy. that they're crazy. That the signs that they're seeing aren't, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure I have. <laughs> well, actually, that's probably a weird thing because you've only been in the one main relationship. You're with your wife, right? And then obviously now, I'm sure I gaslit her for some reason at some point. Yeah, sometimes we don't well, even she, know we're gaslighting someone. Sometimes we're just trying to deny our wrong. Yeah, so we're just like, oh. and then she, and as a result, you accidentally gaslight someone. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe she was gaslighting you about the bottom bunk. You know, maybe she really didn't care. She probably didn't. She was probably just being a B and just didn't want me to have it. Yeah. Sounds like her. And she was gaslighting you by saying, no, you don't want it. It's bad. The The airflow is not as good. She was trying to look out for you. Here. You don't you know. want it. I swear. Yeah, probably. Little did you know that she actually had like memory foam put in and, you know, she had 600 count Egyptian cotton bed sheets you know that was quite the move what a chess move she made <laughs> she was very smart Rest in peace. so yeah so how did everybody what did everybody get from that what, what's a lesson we can take away from that uh, when you're young you uh, don't know how to walk away when you should when you're inexperienced you don't know how to walk away when you should because you think this Generally. is what it's going to get. Yeah, absolutely. You have nothing to compare it to. So you're like, this must this must be it. My chemicals are firing. This must be the one. There's a lot of different um, fish in the sea. You know? 
there's not just one dick or one vagina or one person. There's a, there's a lot of, you know, there's, you have options, you know, know, John Wayne, what's something you can take away from this? I I think, I think you kind of said it. Um, I mean, some people do get really lucky and find the one when they're younger, or at least the one they think is the one and they spend the rest of their life together. Uh, But I think for the majority of people, I think, I think they have to they they have to jump around like a lot jump, of people settle. Jump, jump. I think this is about being curious about what it's like out there and, and not committing to someone and finding someone that you really connect with and not yeah. just like someone that has the right boob size or the right D size or moves it in the right way. But you circumcised, know, uncircumcised. Yeah, right. I don't know. Bush, not Bush. You you. You never know. You you might be curious about what a circumcised penis is can, like compared to the uncircumcised. Maybe the uncircumcised is better. You don't know unless you try. I think, I think for the man it's better. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. So they're living the life. And you, how do I you know? I can only that? imagine if it's like this circumcised. I can only imagine what if I was uncircumcised. I'd be like, I need to look up what it looks like. To be honest, no, I you couldn't don't. tell you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It looks like a penis with a turtleneck. It looks uh, like a penis with a, with a calamari at the end. <laughs> it's like a water balloon got rolled up. <laughs> like the tip. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody. I hope you're able to get something out of all of that. Um, today was a good one. I, you know, I think, I think that's just a universal... You know, honesty is the best policy. You know, be candid, be curious, be open-minded. You know, yeah, I think that's a great takeaway, you guys. So, um, okay, so what we're gonna do? We actually only have one more chapter left in this first book, but what we're gonna do, um, everybody? We're actually gonna take a pause, and we kind of want to take some time to let all of this simmer and then do our final episode when we can come back together and we can actually be in the same room, you know, because I, th- I don't want to speak for the both of you, but I enjoy when we're all together doing this together live in person. Yeah. You know? plus, there's, plus we can share a bunch of food. That's what I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I miss sharing food and toilets with you guys. <laughs> And yeah, so we're going to, we're going to come back probably in either June or July. We're going to, and we'll have our final episode. Um, And then we'll talk a little bit about season two or book two then. Um, And then in the meantime, there's probably going to be a couple episodes. I'll probably release some episodes of some of the outtakes and, you know, a little bit of content here that maybe every other week. That's a great idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll release some stuff. There is content. Yeah, but stay tuned for next week because next week we're going to kind of have a little wrap-up episode. So everybody tune in for that. But uh, yeah, follow us, social media, Do Email us, www.brittanydew at gmail.com. And yeah, miss you guys. Miss you. Man. Well, um, yeah, so bye, everybody. Goodbye. Are we talking to the audience or each other? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Honestly, for a split second, I blanked on how we normally end it. I don't, I'm like, normally John Wayne and Bessie say bye. How do I get them to say bye each? Anyway. Oh, I know. Bye, Bessie Joe. <laughs> Goodbye, Aaron. <laughs> Goodbye, John Wayne. I, Goodbye. Goodbye, John Wayne. Goodbye, Bessie Joe. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye, Aaron. Goodbye, John Wayne. Goodbye, son. Goodbye, crew. I... <laughs> <laughs> I am so great at outros. Um, And intros. So, yeah, that's that. I like that. Like, the last thing to be said is that's that. (laughs)